Welcome to the FAST Podcast, Financial Advisor Strategy Talks with Laura Galloway, SVP of Financial Education at White Glove. Laura provides advisors with an opportunity to hear from some of the best minds in the business. Follow along to learn quick tips to help you grow your business, from gaining new leads to keeping current clients engaged and everything in between. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the FAST Podcast with your host, Laura Galloway from White Glove. Laura, how are you? I'm great, Eric. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I've got to say something to the audience before we even get started here. If you don't know that this is also on YouTube and you're listening to this in your AirPods, your earphones, whatever, you got to go on to YouTube and check it out. Uh, Laura is dressed really well. She has a guest who is equally dressed fancily. Is fancily a word, Laura? It is. Absolutely. We are going (laughs) Today it it is. (laughs) You've got Dan Collison on the show. What are you and Dan talking about today? Dan is going to tell us how to make lots of money. Our topic is doubling your business in three years. I'm really excited to hear this. (laughs) Wow. I can't wait. So let me tell you a little bit about Dan today. Dan Collison has over 30 years in the financial services industry. He is the co-founder and managing partner in the financial education firm called Advice to Advisors, which trains, mentors, and coaches advisors of all tenures. Dan is a CFP, a TEP, and has taught personal financial management in the MBA program at the Schulich School of Business since 1998. And he's the author of The Financial Advisor's Guide to Excellence and the soon-to-be-released Building Bigger and Better, Growth Strategies of Top Producing Financial Advisors. Dan regularly presents keynotes and trains advisors across North and South America. He is a longtime friend to White Glove. He is one of our premier coaches, and he's a good friend of mine. Dan, welcome to the FAST Podcast. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Laura. Well, I am so excited to have you in here. I know you've been in the offices today doing some training yes. on state planning That's for right. our team. Oh, so great. Such a great topic. But it is. I get you all to myself now for the FAST Perfect. Podcast. So. Beautiful. <laughs> So, Dan, before we jump in, why don't you mm-hmm. just tell everybody a little bit about you and your 30-year illustrious career? Sure, <laughs> sure. So I started like probably everybody listening to this as an advisor, fell into the business, didn't anticipate actually ever getting into this business. I got degrees in history and political science, just didn't make sense. But luckily, I fell into it, uh, survived the first couple of years, started to really learn the business, began to thrive and then just fell in love with the business. Uh, I I built a book of business. I got into the management side. I just wanted to help more advisors do a better job. Uh, Ran a branch, trained, hired. uh, And after several years, and I, you mentioned Shulik, I went off and started teaching personal finance at the MBA level. And ultimately, along with my business partner, Tina Carthageser, decided we were going to spin off our coaching business, Advice to Advisors. And that's where we are today. We have a common thread running through all these podcasts. I just seem to attract people who love to educate other people. And Mm -hmm. I'm so passionate about it. I know you are as well. Absolutely. And the coaching that you do has been just the key to such success to so many of these advisors. And I've heard you speak many times, Dan, and I enjoy every time and I learn something every time. Terrific. I should be a financial advisor now by proxy. I really should. Yeah. Okay. But tell me a little bit about advice to advisors specifically. Talk to me about that practice. Sure. So, well, when when Tina and I were were thrashing out exactly what we would do, we thought it initially would be coaching to individual 
advisors. And that's how we started the business. And we continue to do that. But as time went on, we started to actually coach and train to bigger groups. Uh, we found a lot of fun in doing it. And then we were being pulled that way. COVID hit. We had to go virtual like everyone. Uh, but boy, are we glad to be live again, training, coaching, mentoring, financial advisors, face-to-face. -face. There's nothing like it. Absolutely. And you have you have several different programs. I'm familiar with your like estate planning MBA and your yeah. referral programs and all the different things that you have. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to ask you at the end how we can hear a little bit more about some resources sure. that I'd love for people to tap into. Certainly any of our clients here at White Glove get access to you as a coach, but you right. do a whole lot more even outside of that. So I, I do want to make sure you, you oh, get a right. chance to plug some of that because it's important Lovely. stuff. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're talking about a very sexy title, Double Your Business in Three Years. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. So what are we doubling here? Are we doubling AUM? Are we, we, tell me a little bit about what this looks like. Yeah. And it, it really comes down to the individual advisor on that. Uh, it could be AUM, you know, assets under management. And it's dependent usually on how far into the career the advisor is. Mm -hmm. uh, if they've got a smaller book and they want to double it quickly, totally doable. If it's the number of, of clients that they have, and we always talk to ideal clientele. Mm -hmm. So we could find that, you know, you've got a, a mixed book of business, different types of clientele, and you want to focus on an ideal client. Could be, that's who you want to double. You might have hmm. 20 different ideal clients and you say, I now need 40. So it's whatever the advisor wants will help double it. Okay. So I could double AUM. I could double my fees. I could double yep. my total number of clients. I could double my total number of ideal clients. You work with the advisor to determine that target. That's right. Okay. And have you, have you seen success? I mean, like I'm guessing this has been successful, but can just any advisor double their business in three years? Is... <laughs> Laura, I'd love to say yes. I'm really glad uh, if you say no, because I'm yeah. going to trust you a lot. Yeah. More. The reality <laughs> is you, you have to want to, you know, yeah. you, and the one thing we do say at advice to advisors, and we only work with financial advisors. We don't work with any other professions, but we also say, secondly, you have to be in growth mode. We're mm -hmm. only interested, not that, you know, you're retiring and you don't want to be in growth mode. That's your choice. That's not our decision. So we want to work with financial advisors who are in growth mode. Uh, so can you double your business? Yes, if you want to, if you're willing to, and truly if you've got the mindset. And quite often we know whether it'll work or not because we can measure it scientifically. Mm -hmm. You know, we can look, we'll, we'll do some testing and it'll tell us it's possible it's not probable. Can everybody learn? Yes, they can, but not everyone will. Sounds like a nice mix of math and then art. Totally. No, <laughs> no, that's a great way. I haven't put it that way, actually, but yeah, that is exactly yeah. what it is. Well, I think you know that I'm a business coach as well. Yes. And so I, I remember one of the funniest things that would happen just every so often, I'd have a client who I was working with. And, you know, maybe she'd say to me, can you coach my husband? My, my husband needs you. He needs you so badly. I'm like, huh, no, I can't. Unless your husband comes to me. She's like, no, no, I want to do this as a gift. I want to buy it for him. Yeah. No, ma'am, you cannot buy it for him. You, He has to want it. That person has to want it. And that totally. was that's where the magic always happens. Always. It can't be that you want someone to succeed yes. more than they want. Absolutely. Right? Oh, 
I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what does it take for an advisor? Like I, I heard you mention you can, you can measure, you can predict that. That sounds very scientific. So tell me. Yeah. A bit. And we do use uh, different types of measuring tools right out of the university of Pennsylvania, actually hmm. to look at what their personalities are. Hmm. Um, one, one is the grit scale. Have they actually ever done anything long-term successfully that would suggest that they could do it again, maybe in a different opportunity, such as doubling your business. But we want to know that it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Again, you can grow your grit, mm -hmm. grit being um, stick to it. Pa yeah. Passion and perseverance <laughs> for long-term goals mm -hmm. as Angela Duckworth out of university of Pennsylvania would call it. So it's, have you done this? Mm -hmm. Are you likely to do it again? If you haven't done it, are you, teachable? Are you trainable? Will you learn? And most importantly, do you want to? So that goes down to a growth mindset. I could go down a rabbit hole with Angela Duckworth and grit all day. Beautiful, like, isn't that it? That is, yeah, so very exciting. And so what, but I really find it amazing that you're actually using her concept and applying it as a measuring tool to help determine mm -hmm. success. So are you saying that advisors come to you and this is like part of where you start with them is doing a bit of like a personality inventory or assessment? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so we'd look at, first of all, their their character strengths. Again, we go through the University of Pennsylvania, look at what their top five strengths are, mm -hmm. because we always want to lead with our strengths. We can change our strengths if we need to or want to, uh, but we want to know what they are so that we can optimize them. And then to the grit, are you a gritty type of person? Do you have passion? Do you have perseverance for any long-term goals? Is this something you've done, haven't done, willing to do. So we can look at that and get a pretty good indication. And given the fact that I, I was in management for 26 years, hiring and training, you know, you get a good sense that someone will do or won't do. But if you don't have the actual tools to back up that gut feeling, you know, you can be wrong so many times. Well, and it's nice to be able to re rely on some tools that can also perhaps help the person you're evaluating self-assess and understand. That's yeah. absolutely true because they don't buy into your gut feeling necessarily. Exactly. But if <laughs> if third-party tools show them this, you know, they're they're far more open to talk. So, I mean, can you paint a broad brushstroke of a success story that that would be maybe inspirational for some of the advisors listen, listening today. Where where have you had someone take the the model, take the coaching that you're presenting and double something, some part sure. of business? Yeah. And and we only started doing this back. We 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 were asked to quantify our results mm -hmm. as coaches, as trainers. And we were wondering how to do that because it's hard to pull that information from advisors and definitely from firms. Many of them want to hold that in in their own security mm -hmm. uh but uh i think it was 2021 an advisor a, a top producer mm -hmm. he's no slouch his book was about three quarters of a billion dollars he was writing Impressive. and bringing in over 20 million dollars a year came to us for coaching for individual coaching and we had gone through 2021 was was the better part of our full coaching and i went to him in december in 21 and said, George, I'll call him George, not his real name, but I said, George, where are we in terms of what you wanted to do? As I said, the previous year, he'd brought in 20 million of new assets. He had wanted to double of that. And he said, yeah, I'm at 63 million. And this was the very beginning 
of December 2021, said, I'm at 63 million. So he hadn't doubled it. He had tripled it. Hmm. And we work with four different methodologies of prospecting. Mm -hmm. And these are all based on what top producers across North America use. And he had focused on one targeted introductions. He'd focused focused on his ideal client Mm -hmm. business owners. And he just drove that business throughout the year and tripled. That's impressive. It, it, it truly is impressive. I, I would think as you were saying that, I thought, well, God, if somebody is already bringing in 20 million a year, isn't there a law of diminishing returns? Isn't yeah. there a point where you just kind of drop yeah. off a cliff and you can't really get much more growth? But I guess not. Well, no. <laughs> and it, I got to tell you, it shocked both of us. I mean, he saw it rolling in. I didn't see it, you know, hour by hour, day by day. I knew he was growing it to where we thought we'd get it doubled, but but yeah, it was beautiful. It tripled it. That's amazing. Yes. So in, in some of your videos and presentations I've seen, you talk about the three confidences. And mm-hmm. can you discuss that a little bit for me? I think sure. that's a really pivotal pivotal concept. Yeah. And, and we, we do talk to it in my new book that'll be out in January or February. Um, the Building Bigger and, and Better. Better. That's Growth right. Strategies for Top Producing Advisors. All right. Yeah. So yes. what I've seen over the last 30 plus years of being in the business that all top producers have are these three confidences, all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is a confident mindset. You know, And this is probably the part that I struggled with as a trainer in my early management years, mm-hmm. because I went to the technical side. I thought if I taught a technical advisor. Oh, let's just talk about that right there. <laughs> is it all in the technical? Is that where no, the success is? No, I, <laughs> and, and that's the important part. What I didn't put together until several years ago was that it takes all three, a confident mindset, a confident business structure, and then a confident business or growth plan. Mm-hmm. It takes all three. Mm-hmm. And you look at and talk to, and this is what we do, we talk to top producers and they've all got all of them. Mm-hmm. They don't have all necessarily the same elements within those confidences to the same degree, but mm-hmm. they all have the same three confidences. Interesting. So- those three elements, and then I know you you do some math. There's mm-hmm. a there's a numbers game. I mean, all this is numbers, right? This is just straight numbers. When we're measuring, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. So talk to me a little bit about some of the the measurements that you're doing there. The the ten three one. What is that? Uh, ten three one. That's that's a great old uh, L Grantham who Grantham who had been in the insurance industry way back at Northwestern and put out books on on training and such. He used ten three one as a model for prospecting. Mm-hmm. For every ten so prospects, was, yeah. you got three meetings, mm-hmm. discovery meeting. You get one new client. Mm-hmm. Ten three one. Mm-hmm. So that was the math then. It's always different. Everybody's got their own ratios. You have to know those. Mm-hmm. But taking what ratios you work with or will work with looking at, as we say, the top four methodologies of prospecting. So we look at the growth plan and we say, okay, here's the top four methodologies you've got. And we suggest never ask for referrals Mm -hmm. unless you're so good at it, that it's natural and you're winning with it. Most advisors aren't. The research shows it makes them uncomfortable, makes the clients uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when you ask, you know, who do you know that can use my services? It makes the advisor uncomfortable use, and then they stop doing it anyway. So mm-hmm. we say, don't ask for referrals, become consciously referable. And then we back that up with the science of referability. But we do say, do ask for targeted introductions, targeted to your 
ideal client. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're collecting names from your clients, from your centers of influence as you go along day by day in meetings and such. You're holding those names in abeyance until a point at which you have a plan to actually use those names to get introduced introduced or set self-introductions uh, as George had used then to triple his business. Uh, the third methodology is having and building a personal networking group. So surrounding yourself with other experts who are focused on the mm -hmm. same type of ideal client that you are. And finally, it's seminars, seminars and webinars. It's getting yourself out as the expert in front of a group of people that are focused to what you want to talk to. You're seen as the expert and you've got that huge opportunity to talk to and influence a larger group of potential clients. So when we say, how do you double your business in three years or less? We look at those four methodologies and we say, okay, which ones are you willing to work with? Which ones are you good at? Mm -hmm. And I've got to say, if you're not good at referability, everything else starts to fall off, unfortunately. You know, because referability means they like you, they trust you, everything we need anyway. But what are these four methodologies? Or in fact, do we take all four and then mathematically break them down, spreadsheet them basically, and say, how many hours a day do we have to put in to actually double our business when we look at do this, this, this? Mm -hmm. What's it going to actually take physically to double this business, whether it's AUM, number of clients, whatever the measurement's going to be, how do we do it? And then it's just the math. That's pretty incredible. So what I love about the coaching approach is you start with the individual. You don't have a one size fits all consultation blueprint, right? right? You, you have elements that yes, you can then, once you understand the individual that you bring in mm -hmm. or the group that you bring in, you work on that, you help tailor that mm -hmm. to whatever their approach is. Because yeah, asking, you know, and, and you mentioned, you know, seminars, some people aren't good public speakers. True. The number one fear yeah. in the world yeah. is public speaking. Yeah, right? Not everybody so should do it. Not everybody can nor should do mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. And if that's not the best thing for you, then we need to find another prospecting methodology yes. that you can do and that you'll commit to and be successful at. Right. Yeah, love that. But what we do see is most top producers will have, if it's not two, three or four, you know, they're almost always using multiple methodology. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Most will say. They get all their clients through referrals, mm -hmm. but the reality is they're doing something else. And that's probably just patting themselves on their back. So yes. let's be honest at the end of the day, that's, yeah. that Absolutely. might not be where they're all coming. We'd yeah. like to say that because it sounds like a badge of, of success. Right? Certainly does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, but then again, we've also seen top producers who are out there with say seminars, the most public of all, because they want to be that public, mm -hmm. right? So those ones will win with seminars easily. It's, it's you know, so scalable. That's what I always think. Very seminars scalable. are so scalable. I mean, how many networking opportunities, how many, how many new people can you add to your group that you're expanding and that yeah. you're surrounding yourself by? How much more referral, referable can you make yourself? All those are important and critical factors they for sure. Are. But the, the scalability of yes. the one to many approach in a public setting is really mm -hmm. good. So, so, if, if I wanted to learn more, if I wanted to find out more about you and your books, what would I do? Oh, sure. Uh, simple. Go to our website, uh, advicetoadvisors.com. All right. And just if you need to talk to us, you can connect with us there. All right. We'll make sure we put it in the show notes. But guys, that's advice to advisors, the number two, advice to advisors.com. So yes. 
I I appreciate it. Before I let you go, mm-hmm. I want to hear a little bit about your definition of success, Dan. So how do you define success for yourself? So I would say certainly from a business perspective, and this this is the beauty of doing a lot of the group coaching, is that when some advisor hears something, it's that aha moment. Mm-hmm. First of all, if if you're looking right at them, you see it in their face. Mm-hmm. They light up and then they'll tell you. It's a great idea. I'm going to implement it. If we're actually working on an ongoing basis and we get to see them implement it. Now that's, to me, the success hits me when they've hit that successful point. Mm -hmm. And as I said, advice to advisors is all about growth. So that's what we're looking to help advisors do. So that's the payoff for us. That's the success. When we actually talk to an advisor that's had that opportunity to implement a strategy that got them growth. That's not hard to understand at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, getting to see those people succeed that you're putting out there and helping them grow. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Absolutely. What about a personal mantra? Do you have a personal mantra or motto? Yeah. yeah and actually it's one that I, and it it's funny because I didn't ever think of it as a personal because I've always used it in the business mm-hmm. since I first heard it. It came from a business owner who actually grew a huge business and I was reading about him in an article and he said about his business, either you're growing or you're dying. Mm-hmm. And I immediately took that and I started using it with the advisors. And then it just, I recognized that's that's how I feel personally as well. It's, it's business, it's personal, it's become my mantra. I love to share it because when people hear it, they kind of understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it comes to advisors in their business, if they're not growing, they truly are dying. It's a natural death of the business mm-hmm. because your AUM tends to level off and then it starts to decline. Mm-hmm. So when they're succession planning, they still have to be growing. Yeah, there's yeah. no neutral. There's no just there's no foot neutral. off the gas. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's true in our <laughs> yeah. personal lives as yeah. well. You know, when we stop growing, when we stop thinking, stop learning, when we go into a more fixed mindset, yeah, that's, that's a death knell almost. So mm-hmm. yeah, either you grow or you die. I can see why that resonates with you. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. I it mean, does. It's just on a very personal level, but the way that you do your business, I can see you putting that back out through all your coaching. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank oh. you for sharing your secrets with me today. Well, thanks very much, Lara. Dan and Lara, this has been fantastic. Dan, I love your heart, man. I mean, just the, the fact that you said success to you is when others find success. Uh, you know, that, that obviously that's a great feeling. Laura, I know that you've been a coach for a very long time and I know that you feel the same because you and I've talked about that. Laura, if people want to get a hold of you, I know that there are advisors listening to this show um, and they maybe want to change. They need to change in their business, a change in their life. And all the tools and resources that you guys have are amazing. How do they get a hold of you? You can always reach us on our website, whiteglove.com, or send us an email to info at whiteglove.com. We'd love to share all kinds of information about how people can reach out to Dan, since he is also one of our partners here at White Glove. We have a lot of ways to connect with him, and you can also reach out on his website as he shared about his book and all of the great resources that he has there. Fantastic. Dan, again, I'm just going to echo what Lara said. Thank you so much. Fantastic guest, Laura. Of course, thank, thank you. you for facilitating this and being an amazing host. And our last thank you always goes to the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Fast Podcast with Laura Galloway. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Laura comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review as this actually does help others find the show. 
Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at White Glove, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fast Podcast, financial advisor strategy talks with Laura Galloway, your go-to source designed to help you grow your business. Have questions about the topics covered during the show? Visit our website at www.whiteglove.com or email us at info at whiteglove.com. Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of White Glove. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial services provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.